is the greatest and best song in the world. Tribute. Long time ago, me and my brother Kyle here, we was hitchhiking down a long and a lonesome road. All of a sudden, there shined a shiny demon in the middle of the road. And he said, play the best song in the world. Or I'll eat your soul. Souls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, welcome to this episode of Four Ears. Super fucking hyped. Really pumped about this one. <laughs> I'm Armin Hammer. That's Chase Long right there. What's up, folks? And we are going to be talking about Tenacious D. Tenacious D. <laughs> uh, today's going to be a really interesting one. Um, Chase and I both love Tenacious D a lot. A lot, a lot. In yeah. fact, I don't think I've met someone who doesn't enjoy Tenacious D's music. It's a good point. I don't think I've met anyone that doesn't enjoy their music. Um, but I think it's a good barometer to test people out on. Like, that's how I know where the line is with what jokes I can make. <laughs> that's with a good certain point. People. Like, generally. People that are like, oh yeah, I like Tenacious D, that tribute song. It's like, okay, I kind of kind of know where I can go with them. But the people that like can quote the lines from Wonder Boy to me, or like, uh, fuck, fuck her, her gently. gently. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know where we're operating now. Yeah, it's, it's a high level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I I've seen Tenacious D live a handful of times. I've uh, I've I've spent many a night uh just screaming along with their lyrics <laughs> for no reason just like me and my buddies in our car just driving around up to no good listening to tenacious d uh up to no good aka making the seventh stop to mcdonald's that's that right <laughs> it's the it was the taco bells taco, the taco bell, bell drafters uh you know the the fact of the matter is like i don't listen to as much tenacious d these days as i used to but I can still basically word for word go through the entirety of their first album. Yeah, it's it's written on it's written on my DNA at this point. Yeah, like I close my eyes on and on the inside of my eyelids is like my wedding day and then Tenacious D. <laughs> it's like those two things. I'll never forget the moments involved in those two things. Incredible. Uh, in fact, I I think the last full album of theirs that I listened to was probably Pick of Destiny. I mean, because they released the pick. Yeah, they released Rise of the Phoenix. Apparently, yeah. uh, I don't know, like six years ago. Mm-hmm. They just keep releasing albums every like six years. But I uh, I have no idea. I've never listened to a single song I, I off of Rise, Rise of, the, of Phoenix. the Phoenix as well. And they just released a new album called Post Apocalypto. But I've only heard like two songs off of that so i haven't even gotten a chance to listen to that um so what we're going to do and we were just discussing this what we're going to do is we're going to talk about their first two albums we're going to talk about tenacious d and we're going to talk about the pick of destiny and then next week on next week's four years we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about post apocalypto because it's not just an album there's like a whole series YouTube on series. youtube <laughs> that is that is really fucking funny 
uh, yeah. that is that is connected to it. So so there's gonna this is gonna be like a two part Tenacious D episode, and they because deserve, this is Tanakh. This is the Tanakh episode. <laughs> <laughs> the next episode will you be your Ishus D? That's right. That's right. So I guess I guess the my question for you is, Chase, do you remember? your first experience with tenacious d that's that's funny i was going to ask you the same question but i'll I'll start it off so my introduction to tenacious d came from my my uncle growing up my uh my mom's my mom's brother which is how uncles work in case you i I think that is how uncles work yeah (laughs) um but i was maybe in sixth grade early middle school like the first first couple years and uh i mean he had he had he'd been to multiple tenacious d shows i guess at that point in his life and he had a signed poster from from one of their shows that was like it's uh it's like jack black and and kyle were like mock mock fighting on the on on the poster and it's just signed like fuck the bullshit jables and then like cage wrote like (laughs) fuck you jables or something like that um and i just remember asking him what that was all about and it was like him seeing me opening the door to just completely introduce me to this thing that probably a sixth grader shouldn't be introduced to. So he uh he pulled out the HBO series. Hell yeah. Had, like the complete masterworks. Um and we watched like every episode of that. He burnt me a copy. This is back whenever he burnt CDs, burnt yeah. me a copy of the Tenacious D album and he was like, Hey, maybe don't play this around your mom. I don't think she'll <laughs> care too much, but just a heads up. Yeah, man. So I just remember watching the music videos to that um, and just borrowing the DVD for Complete Masterworks and spending way too much time watching that HBO series. Um, and I, I don't think it was until like eighth grade until I met another peer that had also experienced Tenacious D. I was like, oh, cool. Your your family fucked you up too? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, Yeah. Double team. <laughs> um, yeah, man. And and then from that point on, it was like uh, we'd go on wrestling trips and me and my buddy Troy would just like put like share headphones where we had like a headphone splitter and we'd just be like screaming on the back of the bus, getting hyped for wrestling matches or getting uh, or consoling ourselves on the way back from wrestling <laughs> matches by, uh, by you know, repeating and, and listening to all the songs. I naturally took the role of cage and he played the role of jack black but i think in our heads we were both jack black and I the other one the, was cage i think everyone was <laughs> like that i think everyone's like that you know it's funny you should you should say there's, there's a couple things in in what you said that are interesting to me first off my experience was similar in that someone <laughs> my uncle also told me <laughs> yeah, your uncle actually also told me about this uh <laughs> someone was like hey have you heard the greatest song in the world and mm. i was like I was a bit of a, a music elitist at that point. I was like, fuck you. Fuck whoever wrote this. I don't know who this shit is. Like, fuck these people. And they're like, no, no, no. Like, just listen to it first. Like, before you shit on it for it not being, you know, whatever the music that you're listening to right now. Like, just <laughs> just listen to it. And so I, uh, I was sent a video, and it was the music video for Tribute. And it yes. was the music video where they're in the mall. And they go, have you seen this one where they go uh, into like the record your own karaoke uh, <laughs> booth in the mall and like they, they jury rig it because they're trying to make a music video for their new singles tribute. <laughs> and he, you know, JB gets in there and like tears apart all the wires and like, you know, gets like the red light going. And then they, they 
do tribute. And I, it was like, that was probably the first time that I heard a song that did to me. It was like, it was like the, when I first listened to run the jewels, Mm. like a few years ago, it was the same experience. It just like imprinted itself onto my brain (laughs) and my soul and my spirit in a way that hadn't happened. And I, I immediately fucking fell in love with these guys and (laughs) the same exact experience. And I think this is something that everyone who listens to tenacious D experiences. And I think that's one of the reasons why they have been so fucking popular is something that you mentioned, which is you and your buddy would, would put on the headphone splitters and you would sing along to tenacious D in like this carefree expression of enjoyment of what they've got going on. And Every single person that I know that likes this band has done that exact <laughs> same thing. Every single person has done that exact same thing. They they all have that same experience of like, yeah, we just sing along with this in in like nobody gives a sh- cuz listen, if you sing along with like Adele, <laughs> that's cool, but you're probably sad. Right. If you sing, there's no way you're even close to sounding like her. (laughs) You're not going to sound like her, right? You're not going to. It's not going to sound good. You can like sing along to like, I don't know. Like I think uh, the equivalent of like super fun sing along songs would be like old school, like Bon Jovi. You know, like Tom Petty. Yeah, Tom Petty, like uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Those are all songs that you could sing along to. That like you won't sound anything like them, but there's like an enjoyment in just the experience of like doing it with the band and i think tenacious d really fucking nails that entire idea of like yeah you just sing along and it it like it just connects so quickly with people because of that um and so it was it was not very long after i i saw that tribute video that i was i was like fucking singing along with every goddamn song with all my friends in any situation i could find ourselves in yeah man no so you're talking about the actual like music video that like was probably playing on like MTV at the time or VH1 probably. So they had they another had, they had multiple music videos for yeah. tribute. Yeah. So the one the one that I remember clearly was the one from the series. So they're like it starts in their apartment and then they like end up fighting a demon on the road <laughs> on the road and right. It's like right. a boxing ring shows up in the middle of the desert <laughs> yeah. and that's where they have like the fight, right? So um that that's more like uh, my my experience with with this album was all through the lens of that that HBO show, and and like even the CD was kind of like secondary to it. Um, man, so I'm I'm trying to think of what what cuts were my favorite growing up, and then I mean not growing up, but whenever I was like in elementary school versus like what they became once high school hit, mm-hmm. but like. I don't know what's uh what's your favorite one off this album. That's tough, man. Um I I listened to their first album. So I had the opposite experience. I really I never really watched the HBO show. Mm. Um I I really just listened to it. Like I literally had a physical copy of Tenacious D and I literally would just put it in my CD player and listen to it nonstop. So I think the thing that really stuck with me, there's a couple things that that really stuck with me. Wonder Boy is one of them. Uh, the Road is another one of them. It's you, fucking hard. That's like an under. It's an underrated <laughs> cut, I think. Underrated cut. Uh, but 
City Hall was something that just like always yeah. stuck with me because the storytelling in it is so goddamn good. I mean, listen, we can't talk about tribute anymore. We opened the song, the the episode of tribute. Everyone fucking gets it. That's like, yeah, that's the title. That's the that's the poster child. Of, that's the of, poster child. Of tenacious D. Uh, I'll say the song Lee is extremely <laughs> way better with the context of the show. Is it really? Yeah. So if, if, if you haven't seen the show out there, I highly recommend it. It's super entertaining. It sucks that HBO didn't renew it for another season. <laughs> but the premise of the Lee episode was, well, the premise of the whole show is that they were a wannabe like rock band. Like they would go to open nights that were probably for poetry or comedy and they would just bring their guitars and rock as hard as they could. But it was acoustic guitars, which you have to keep in mind. <laughs> and like the show does this great thing of like showing what they see in their head of them, like just killing it on stage and then showing what the crowd's watching. And it's just like Jack Black and Kyle Gass just extremely out of breath, <laughs> <laughs> strumming away on their acoustic guitars. But Lee was a super fan of Tenacious D. To the point that he uh, he ends up love knifing them. <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that. Love knifing them. Yeah, yes, man. that's and fantastic. I, I, had a, I had a. I mean, I still have a good friend named Lee, and uh, I would just play and annoy the shit out of him with this song, and then sing it to him without the accompaniment of the song. Well, it's an easy one to sing along to, <laughs> and uh, well, you'll figure it out if you haven't heard it before. This is Lee by Tenacious D. They just really pump me up every time I listen to it. <laughs> every time I fucking listen to it, it just pumps me up. Uh, the the thing I think that separates Tenacious D there's there's a lot of um, there's a lot of bands uh, or like comedy acts that are musical as well. The, these guys weren't the first. No, they're not the last. There have mm. been other really good ones. Flight of the Concords comes to mind. They're yeah. fantastic. They had the similar thing where they had a show. I watched the show a lot before I listened to their music. Mm. Um, and you know, there's there's a few other acts, comedy acts that do the same thing, like play a lot of music as yeah. well. The interesting thing about Tenacious D is that Jack Black and Kyle Gass are so fucking good. Yeah. At playing music. <laughs> it's just it's like they play these dopes that don't understand shit. They play these like morons and these assholes. Yeah. And but yet they rock. Kyle's like an idiot savant. <laughs> they rock of, so goddamn hard. The guitar. Yeah. They they rock really hard. Uh 
and Explosivo. I still wash my clothes with Explosivo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I there's there's moments to this album. Uh, there's moments to this album like I'll I'll never forget. Uh, one Talk of them. Cock push-ups, the the little skits. So the little skits are are good are a good example of this, right? Uh, one note song is a classic skit. But I did the bindi thing. I did the bindi thing. <laughs> uh, I guess you did. I guess you did. <laughs> uh, you know, there's uh, cock push-ups is a classic one. The schnitzel. Uh, you schnitzel. <laughs> um, drive through. There's the. the dri- <laughs> <laughs> Alright, drive through is worth listening to. Let's listen to part of drive through at least. Here's here's the drive through skit on Tenacious D. Check it out. Cage. Yeah. Let's go to this drive through. Oh good, I'm starving. Yeah, um uh, Yeah, hold on a second. I'm looking at the menu. Okay. Uh would you like special curly fries? Please don't don't offer me anything. I'll I'll tell you what I want. Uh-huh. Um Okay. You know how you got the six piece nuggets? <laughs> just uh can you give me just four nuggets? I'm I'm trying to I come to six or twelve piece. Shut up and listen to my order. <laughs> Take the six nuggets and throw two of them away. I'm just wanting a four nugget thing. I'm trying to watch my calorie intake. Put two of them up your ass and give me four chicken McNuggets. I still quote that to Katie. We so Katie is trying to watch my figure. (laughs) He's a huge yeah. Let me get a half Coke and a half Diet Coke and a small, a small Small. cherry jubilee. Uh, yeah, Katie and I still quote Tenacious D to one another on a regular basis. That's because a strong relationship right there. She's a huge fan. Massive, massive fan. In fact, she would tell you a story if she was here. She was not, so I'm going to tell you the story anyway, of how <laughs> she once met Kyle Gass at a house party at his house Holy and shit. watched him rock out. Yeah, apparently she was, uh, when she was a trainer in LA, one of her clients was uh, like their manager or something. And there was like a Halloween party and he, uh, her client was invited her to come, uh, to this, uh, Halloween party and it was at KG's house. Jesus Christ. And she was, uh, she's a big fan of Tenacious D's. She was like walking around and KG was there shirtless with his like acoustic and just like walking around and like playing licks and shit. And it was, it was apparently a great experience. <laughs> I'm not jealous at all. I'm so happy you're shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it it so, you know, I think I think what I'm trying to say is find yourself somebody who you can quote Tenacious D to, dude. That's a good marker. Yeah, it's a good marker. I I guess um, there isn't there isn't enough time because what I would like to do is just literally listen to the entire song album by song, song yes. by song. Um, but I, I think now is as good a time as any to move on to the pick of destiny. Do you remember? Do you remember this movie? Yeah. Did you watch this movie multiple I times? I watching the movie. Yeah. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a reference at you here. The people listening to this, this is not a video podcast, so no one can actually see what's going on here. But Hell I'm, yeah. I'm going to show you something after this is over. And I'm going to show you something that surprised me um, in like a very Black Mirror-esque way. 
there's a point in the pick of destiny where Kyle gas has a, has like a memory of being a child and walking down the street and then he, he gets picked on. Do you remember the scene where mm-hmm. he, he gets picked on and then they like, cause they realize he's actually bald. He's a child who's bald. <laughs> yes. One of those people that picks on him looks exactly like me is like a doppelganger to the point where we were in the movie theater and he pops, he jumps, the kid jumps out from behind the bushes to make fun of Kyle Gass. And I scream, I like yelped. <laughs> I was like, ha, huh, is that me? <laughs> I've never since had that experience. I've never Holy since shit. had an experience That's... where I've seen someone and thought, is that me? Like legit confused. Do not, do not pursue it. Don't pursue it. That is the exact plot of that Jake Gyllenhaal movie <laughs> that I watched on the airplane. <laughs> What the hell is the name of that movie where he finds enemy, him? enemy, ne- yeah. right? It's, it's enemy, enemy, isn't it? Yeah. Don't don't pursue it. Okay. He's gonna be a dick. Uh-oh. You're gonna show up, and he's gonna have a like super hot wife that's preggers, and she's gonna be kind of into you because you look just like Uh-oh. her husband, but you're not a dick. And then he's gonna try to kill you. Ooh, and I've never seen that movie. But that sounds like a crazy really plot twist. Up. He ends up killing your wife. What? In a car wreck? Huh? And he dies too. Spoilers. And now you're stuck with his pregnant wife, who isn't your wife. But kind of looks like her. Nice. Yeah. Spoilers, Spoilers. for anyone out there. <laughs> Spoilers for me, dude. I've never seen that movie. You don't That's want cool. to. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. So, so there was a moment in the Pick of Destiny where I, I, I met my own doppelganger. Oh, how'd that shit. go? Move. How'd that movie go for you? <laughs> well, it was, uh, it was pretty great because, uh, you know, I listened to the album before seeing the movie, and then, you know, deactivating lasers with my dick has a completely <laughs> different. <laughs> Different, different meaning when you see the movie because yeah. it's like quite literal. Yeah, that battle with Beelzebub at the end is worth the price of admission alone. Yeah. So there's a couple things in the Pick of Destiny that really tickle me, mm. and uh, one of them is the fact that they really leaned on who, someone who might be the greatest, you know, Mount Rushmore of greatest rock and rollers of all time, Dave D- Grohl. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Dio. <laughs> I was like, he's in it, <laughs> Dave Grohl. Uh, who's going to be a multi-time rock and roll hall of fame nominee inductee, I guess, sure. uh, with his work with Nirvana, Nirvana and Dunno. Foo Fighters, uh, and his solo shit. His, he's been the drummer for Tenacious D on their studio albums since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he plays sometimes depicted as Sasquatch, <laughs> sometimes depicted as Sasquatch, occasionally playing the devil, mm-hmm. uh, as he did in the pick of destiny. And, uh, the, just, I thought, I thought they wouldn't be able to take their musical chops to a whole nother level, but I really feel like pick a destiny might be one of the, might be one of the best rock and roll albums <laughs> of all time. <laughs> <laughs> like lyrical content aside, the lyrical content is kind of what makes it. It's kind of what makes it so awesome. Let's just start with Kickapoo. <laughs> Fucking time ago in a town called Kickapoo They lived a humble family, religious through and through But yay, there was a black sheep and he knew just what to do His name was young JP and he refused to step in line A vision he did see of fucking rocking all the time He wrote a tasty jam and all the planets did align 
know the dragon's balls were blazing as I stepped into his cave. Then I sliced his fucking cockles with a long and shiny blade. Twas I who fucked the dragon, fuck a lysing, fuck a loo. And if you try to fuck with me, then I shall fuck you too. Gotta get it on in the party zone. I got to shoot a load in the party zone. Gotta lick a toad in the party zone. It's it really this is a four minute song. I want to listen to all of it now. Features but from Meatloaf. He has features from <laughs> Meatloaf as his father and Dio as his rock god come to life to to you know encourage him to run away from home. <clears throat> I I didn't think that I was going to like yeah I didn't, party song. I didn't think I was going to like this album as much I was like there's no way they're going to be able to follow up their their uh debut album they and do. make it good and not only did they follow it up they fucking blew it out of the water they like, killed it they killed it this this out pick of destiny is as good as tenacious D's first album yeah <laughs> yeah the highs are just as high um for fuck sure I would leave. I mean, I'd leave out some songs, but otherwise, like Papa Janu. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. We don't need too much Sasquatch in this. I thought there was a. I think that was really about the movie <laughs> than it was about the music. But I dig it. Um, it has one of the best uh, sad songs ever written, dude. I totally miss you. <laughs> yeah, you just wanted to sing it at me. I know. I just about did. I know. It's, don't uh, we all? Uh, and it also has one of the best storytelling songs of all time. Yes, it does. I can vividly see everything that happens in Beelzebub. Yeah. The final showdown. Yeah. It's, it's also, I think they really leaned into, uh, the, the rock aspect of what they do because, um, pick of destiny started including a lot more of like metal, Mm -hmm. um, or at least like hard rock as opposed to like acoustic yeah hard rock you know yeah it was it went from being like kind of we're like uh sitting around in a campfire circle playing an acoustic guitar and telling funny stories to like we're on stage with pyrotechnics (laughs) telling funny dick (laughs) joke stories exactly that's exactly what it was like um and if you ever and if you haven't heard beelzebos uh the final final showdown, showdown uh I'm not going to be able to play all of it here. I'm not going to play all of it because, you know, this is going to be five and a half minutes. I think we could jump jump, but jump around in it. We're going to jump around in it. And here's, here's what that sounds like. Yeah. 
God, uh, so they really fucking nailed it with this album. Incredible. Um, they leaned into two things. Uh, they leaned into a lot of really interesting cultural phenomenons around the music and the devil, right? Mm-hmm. One is their own running joke that literally everything they're doing is in order to pay their rent. 100%. They, they, that comes up in every single thing they've ever done is fuck we don't have any rent money how do we make <laughs> rent money <laughs> oh wait we should be rock and roll superstars nailed it that's that is the that is the first that's their first and only solution to paying their rent mm-hmm. uh the second is this concept of challenging the devil to a duel <laughs> and that i think comes from uh there's the devil, the devil went, went down, down to, to georgia, georgia right which is an incredible song uh, and the tells a story about a fiddler who fiddles against the devil for a golden fiddle mm-hmm. and uh, beats him. And then they, instead of I don't know, getting like a golden fiddle or anything, they just they just want him to pay their <laughs> rent <laughs> and go away. And pay go the rent away. and go away. Just just leave us alone and pay our rent. And uh, I think there's I think there's something really tenacious D about the whole idea of very, very lofty goals of being rock and roll superstars, but not overreaching when it comes to wagering against the devil. <laughs> <laughs> like they're not going to ask for too much. They're going to put up KG's ass <laughs> as their, as their opening bet. And in return, all they want if they win is for their rent to be paid. That's not, is that, that's not even asking too much. It, it's no, that almost, is a, that's honestly like a win-win. It's for the strangely devil. reasonable. Like I don't even I don't even understand. It's so strangely reasonable uh, of a of a request to make. And uh, you know, spoiler alert: they end up beating the devil. Yeah, thank uh, God. Not quite in the way that you'd expect, but they end up Saving beating the devil. All of us. Yep, and they save all of us. Um, and you know, if you ever played, uh, guitar hero, did you ever play guitar hero? Mm -hmm. So I think it was guitar hero two, uh, included one of the songs from the pick of destiny in it. And that Mm. was the metal. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, is yet another example. I think they just kind of, the metal was like the more serious like cut. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It, uh, it goes something like this. It's, it's pretty metal and it goes something like this. Kill the 
Dude, that's so good. So good. Like, all joking aside, that's a good song. <laughs> it's a great song. The structure is great. The The bridge is great. That little breakdown is awesome. And it highlights something that, that Jack Black does, not just in his music, but in literally everything that he has ever been in. And that is mouth rock. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Black might be the greatest mouth, mouth rocker of all, of all time. time. Yeah. Uh, and he really leans into it. It's like... It's like slam poetry. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. He does it. He does it all throughout uh, Pick of Destiny. He does it all throughout Tenacious D. Yeah, dude. Uh, it's in the movie. It's in the TV show. It's everywhere. And uh, I'm I I'm just so impressed. Like Flight of the Concords is is really good, and I keep bringing them up because they're another uh, duo that make comedy music. Yeah. Um, but they're more like folky. Well, I mean, they dip into other other genres as like a joke, it's like more, it's hip hop like and indie feeling music. Yeah, it's yeah. mostly like indie feeling music. And I think that's part of the thing that makes Tenacious D so special is that they do rock and roll so well and they do it so fucking funny. Yeah. It's like they could have just straight up like dropped the comedy act and been like a serious rock act that probably worked. Yeah, but they're like, no. Yeah, a hundred percent. I one hundred percent agree with they're you. Like, we can't. We met up to have a brainstorm session for the lyrics, and all we did was draw dicks for two hours. <laughs> what are we gonna fucking do to pay the rent? Right. So they leaned into it. They just leaned all the way into it, and I've got a lot of respect for that. The government totally sucks, you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> can't just uh, skip over that one. No, of course not. So let's go and we'll we'll do we'll do a couple more songs and we'll call it a day. So. <laughs> The government totally sucks. Uh, don't we all agree? Here's what that one sounds like off of The Pick of Destiny. The government totally sucks, you motherfucker. The government totally sucks. Ben Franklin was a rebel indeed. He liked to get naked while he smoked on the weed. He was a genius, but if he was here today, the government would fuck him up as right to day. Now let me tell you something about the government. Uh-huh. Up the environment They're taking all the fucking beautiful animals Yeah And making them fucking extinct oh, no. The government totally sucks You motherfucker The government totally sucks The government totally sucks Cause the land 
dude, that is so good. It's so good. It's so good. And, you know, I think... Uh, uh, so fitting. <laughs> <laughs> They're yes. taking all the beautiful animals and making, making them, them extinct. extinct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's it's just... Uh, you know, one of the things that's really fascinating about about them and i think one of the things that makes them so fucking good is they have uh what feels like an encyclopedic knowledge of rock and roll they can make themselves sound like anybody they can put together like harmonies they can put together breaks they can put together like choruses and verses to make it sound like any popular awesome rock and roller and that's why it sounds so classic because everything is like referential to all this like old school rock and roll from the 70s and 80s the the biggest namesake tribute is just stairway to heaven (laughs) (laughs) it's it's awesome it is just so fucking great uh and and the fact that it comes from a place of like love and respect for rock and roll and the uh, wild indulgences involved in rock and roll from the 60s, 70s, and 80s yeah. makes it that much better. Yeah. It's deep, but also <laughs> very shallow. Very shallow. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, God bless. I feel like we skipped over some stuff from Tenacious D, the the first cut. That yeah. was that was definitely worth worth coming up on here. What do you got in mind? Ah oh, man. Um well so we we talked about City Hall a little bit. I feel like we should close out with City Hall. But before that, I really like the song Double Team. Because <laughs> <laughs> God bless. I used to sing that in middle school oh, not no. knowing oh, no. what was going on in that song or even why the title of it was called Double Team. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, then let's uh, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and, and dive deep into Double Team off of... <laughs> Their first album, Tenacious D. Damn. On a hard day's rocking. Better slip off my shoes. Maybe give me a little stretch. And a bend. Get my toe to jacuzzi, baby. Slip out this book. The buttress of Windsor. Ho, ho, ho. Who's this? Squeeze and squeeze. Take off your blouse. 
cream <laughs> jeans or cream dreams i have no idea i have no idea but either way the fact that that song about a minute in turns into a fucking like 70s porno is <laughs> so fucking great uh and the, man the video for it was so incredible i don't think i've ever seen the music video for that. literally had like a circle bed <laughs> <laughs> and like it was just kyle and jack like, <laughs> they had a little side door that they came out the of. side hatch dude the side hatch yeah that's fantastic uh yeah have you ever been worked on by two dudes who were off with your snatch <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man! Well, uh, I I'm gonna go ahead and say, fortunately, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a disappointment, man. I guess, I guess there isn't really a lot left to say about Tenacious D, other than if you love them, you understand. And clearly, Chase and I both love them very <laughs> fucking much. <laughs> Tenacious D was my first introduction, and I think many people's first introduction to Jack Black. Yeah. And I have been a Jack Black fan since listening to Tenacious D. I love all the Kung Fu Panda movies. Mm-hmm. I love School of Rock, yes. which is basically Tenacious D, the movie, but without all the dick jokes. With the PMPG. Right. Uh, I love Shallow Hal. Shallow Hal's great. I, I mean, like, I'll watch anything. I hated King Kong, but that's not him. Uh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch anything with the man in it because he's so fucking hilarious uh, and he's just so damn talented. And Kyle Gass should not um he shouldn't be forgotten because he's like he's probably the more musical of the two i think sure. in terms of writing a lot of the the riffs and the licks and all that stuff yeah so they work together so well and i hope they have you know a, a long and fruitful career <laughs> I, I just i don't foresee them ever falling out of favor from one another because they they're They've just joked about it so many joked about it so many fucking times that like how do you seriously break up the band after writing a song like last right. week Kyle and quit if, the band? And if you haven't done the friendship test to your best friend, <laughs> dude, I fucking love you. <laughs> you got anything to say? <laughs> <laughs> Barely. <laughs> F plus. <laughs> Click. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, let's go ahead and just, we'll go ahead and, and wrap this up. We're going to play the last song off of their first album. It's called City Hall. And we really appreciate you guys listening to this episode and laughing along with us. And next week, we're going to review Post Apocalypto uh, in its entirety, the album and the the uh, music, music video, video series, whatever things. Yeah. Uh, you can find Chase. Where can find Chase? Uh, at Chase504 on Instagram. Send me messages on uh, whatever your favorite songs are this week. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. And you can find us, well, me, at <laughs> Armenheimer TV. And you can find <laughs> us at Four Years Podcast. And uh, yeah, send us send us some uh, send us some music. We'll check it out. Next week's going to be the post-apocalypto Tenacious D, but the week after that, maybe we'll talk about the songs that you guys send in. Yeah. Either send way, guys, playlist. really appreciate it. And uh, and you can check out City Hall by Tenacious D right here. All you people up there in City Hall, you're fucking it up for the people that's in the streets. This is a song for the people in the streets and the people City Hall. All you motherfuckers in the streets, it's time to rise up. I'm all children and fucking rise. 
smoke has cleared and the rubble has been swept away, me and KG will peek out our heads. We've been watching the riots on a monitor 20 floors below sea level from a bunker. We didn't rage, Cage. We beat the bastards of City Hall! <laughs> but now what will we do? We must rebuild. But who will lead us in the rebuilding process? Man, it's got to be someone with the know-how and the elbow grease to lead us to a new land. No, not me and KG. We don't have the cognitive capacity to lead. All right, we'll do it. We'll lead us to caves. We'll lead us to caves. is to legalize marijuana. The tyranny and the bullshit's gone on too long. You old fucking trips who blocked its legalization. You're banished from the land. We're leaders to kings. We're leaders to kings. We're leaders to kings. The second decree. No more pollution, no more car exhaust, or ocean dumpage. From now on, we will travel in tubes. We'll lead it to kings. We'll fucking lead us to kings. Get the scientists working on the tube technology immediately. Third decree. No more rich people. And poor people. From now on, we will all be the same. Um, I don't know. I gotta think about that. Oh my God! Dude, the red phone is flashing. Oh yeah. Let me scoop that up. Hello, two kings. Who is it? What? No! No fucking way! What? Reach, there's a potato famine in Idaho, you gotta go down there! Oh what? Dude, what? I gotta stay here! Why do I have to Please. go? Please! Oh okay! Awesome! Fine. Is he gone? Alright. Emergency meeting of Parliament. Alright, Parliament, I know this is fucked up, but Rage, he can't be king anymore. Dudes! He's encroaching on my decrees! Seriously, let's make him Duke! A kick ass Duke! Our leader, formerly known as King, but uh oh, he's coming back. We'll lead us to King. Oh, yes, we'll really lead us to King. Uh, dude, great. <laughs> I went all over Idaho. Yeah? Uh, plenty of potatoes what? everywhere. There was yeah, no there's famine? no famine, no. Dude? I don't know what's a. A toast. A toast. Long live the D. Long live the D. Long live me. I'm sorry. I poisoned your wine. <laughs> For the good of the land. I've poisoned yours <laughs> as well.
Good times.